This is the Prestigious Initiative. Welcome. I'm Chris Bean, and here with me is Chris Kent. Hello, Mr. Kent. Hello, sir. Today we're going to be discussing the power of thinking positive. Positive thinking perhaps might seem like it's a a, a shadow or a, a veil that you wear out in public. You just you you know, you try to be happy and be positive and be pleasant to be around. I think there's some other things going on. I think as you are striving for that positivity, I think you will find that you are more positive because you are acting or you are being or you're finding more positive type of things. Positive thinking will put you in the right, in, in the right mindset to have positive things that continue to happen to you. Even if you have to, even if you have to fake it, you know, I, I think that perhaps faking being positive or being happy or being, you know, pleasant is something that, you know, if you're going to fake anything, fake that. Because what I think that will do is I think that will lead to actual positive things happening. And I think that will lead to you actually being positive later on down the road, tomorrow, in an hour from now, whatever it is. Not to mention, I think if you are trying to be positive, then you will very likely find more positive type things. And you know, I, I, this the, Jordan Peterson talks about this, and and he he I'm pretty sure this is one of the first stories in the the first book, Twelve Rules for Life. Uh, it talks about the lobsters, and you know, lobster moves into an area, and then you know, the thing to do essentially is to challenge the the big lobster guy that lives there the you know the new lobster challenges the 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 big lobster guy and somebody wins somebody loses there has to be a winner there has to be a loser and depending on that kind of sets the tone for what happens next and so let's say that that big lobster guy wins well he's going to remain the big lobster guy and he's going to go on and he's probably going to win the next one and win the next one and win the next one and so on because he has that type of an attitude that type of mentality more often than not, if you win, you find yourself to keep winning. If you find positive things, you find more and more positive things. Now, the opposite of that is true. That new lobster comes in, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing this, and I'm doing the real short version of it. Read the book. It's, it's way more in-depth, way better than this, but this is the short, sweet version. That new lobster comes in, he loses. Well, because he's lose, he, he lost, he's defeated. He feels defeated. He feels he feels bad. He, he you know He's not feeling good about himself. So then He's in a slump and he continues to be in that slump and then more bad things happen to him and so on and so on down the path. And so there's something inside us that is triggered by when that positive thing happens or when you win. If you win, you go on to keep winning and winning and winning. Now that sports analogies or or situations don't always fall in that category. I get that. But personal wins, if you win, you go on to keep winning. And if you lose, you more often than not go on to continue to lose. Think about it. I'm sure you uh, know somebody that just has bad things happen to them. It's like every time you sit down with them or every time you talk to them, every time they talk with you, oh man, this happened and that happened and this happened. And fine, maybe they just are going through a really rough time in their life right now. But I would challenge you perhaps to think back and, you know, is there a time or was there a time that that person that you can remember that went through a good time or has it always been bad things? And, you know, perhaps if, you know, if that's the case, you can try to cultivate some positivity in them and perhaps also 
start to distance distance yourself from that person. You don't want to be caught in their sort of say downward spiral. Spiral. But if you have a positive type person in your life, somebody that's always is on the uppity up and always good things happen to them, I would again challenge yourself to think, okay, is was there a time that this wasn't the case? And I, I would imagine you'll find that that person was always having positive things happen to them. Now, they're two different, very, they're very well, it could be two different, very, very different people doing very different situations. I understand that. But I would say as a, as a blanket statement, if you have positive things happen, positive things will continue to happen. If you find those positive things, they're there. You just have to look for them. If you have negative things happen, I would imagine you'll continue to have negative things happen to you. Mr. Kent, how about, how about you? Do you, do you, would you, uh, would you agree with that? You have positive people. They seemingly are positive all the time and good things happen to them and negative people are negative all the time and negative things happen to them. What do you, what do you think? I, I, so, so I agree. This is part of it and, and, and disagree to part of it. And I guess what I mean is I feel like those people who are, you know, always positive, quote unquote, are not always having positive things happen to them, but they're able to always see a positive in whatever's happening. Um, so I disagree that positive people are always having positive things happen to them. I don't think the circumstances or the events are always positive, but they're always, always able to see a positive side of it because I think they're looking for a positive rather than focusing on the negative. So you even know that that positive type person may be going through the ringer, they're still have are they're still able to look on the bright side and and keep that positive kind of atmosphere about themselves right yeah i wouldn't say that is something positive happening to them but they're able to remain positive throughout that difficult time yes and maybe that's what you were trying to say but i think of it more as that way is that, you know they're not just because they are positive doesn't mean that positive things are always happening to them they're just able to always see a good side to it or remain positive throughout and you know as we're talking about this i think it's it's so crazy how much we can underestimate our negative thinking. What I mean by that is, you know, we're in a situation or we're, we're, we're uh, part of something that just, you know, something goes wrong one day. And the next day we go in that same area, same place, same area, whatever it is, and we're still thinking about that one thing that went wrong yesterday. And so then because we're dwelling on that one thing that went wrong, Something else goes wrong. Okay, well, now there's two things that have gone wrong. And then you keep dwelling on that negative thing. And then next day you come in that those two negative things turn into four negative things. And then and then six and then eight and then 16. And it just keeps multiplying and multiplying. And so what I mean by underestimating that is we get in, we, we have an initial, you know, we, we, we think negatively once. And then we continue to think negatively and it just builds and builds and builds and builds. And we find ourselves in situations that aren't inherently bad. But our attitude toward them or our feeling about them or our opinion or the way we think about whatever that thing is, is so negative that it turns it into a bad thing when the thing itself isn't necessarily terrible or awful or bad. However, because we think of it in such a negative way, it really does become such a terrible thing. And I think that happens slowly and then gradually. And then all of a sudden you wake up one day and realize you hate your job, not because your job sucks, but you just think so negatively about it. And then, you know, the the easiest, not easiest, but the simplest thing to do is be to start thinking more positively and finding the good things in your job and 
being grateful for what you do have and looking for trying to seek out a positive attitude or positive outlook. And I say it's simple because it's not necessarily easy, especially when you're so set in that negative mindset and clouded by all these negative feelings. It might not be easy to try to find those positive things in there. But so we're talking about here today is, is your positive thinking and how that dramatically influences the way you you approach situations and places and even people. Um, you know, it, it sounds cliche almost and uh, it sounds like it's easy, but it isn't to just think positively and search for the good things and, and try to find the good and the bad. And, you know, it, it, even if it is cliche, I think it makes a huge difference to look at things differently because that's going to change your overall attitude. And then, like I said, it's easy to get stuck or caught up in the bad stuff, um, not even realizing it too. You know, I think that that, that kind of creeps in and then one day you wake up and you feel like you're miserable because your life is terrible, but your life isn't actually terrible. You just have a bad attitude about it, which again, isn't easy to change, but I think it makes a big difference. So as I'm hearing you talk about this, this reminds me of, and I think we've talked about this on the podcast here before, it was John Deloney, Own Your Past, Change Your Future. And in that book, he talks a lot about your the stories that you tell yourself that, or that you believe are true from your past experiences. You know, like in, you talked about that one thing happened bad last week. Well, maybe that one thing bad happened, you know, when you were in junior high or in, in, in high school. And now that you got the, you know, poor grade on your math assignment. And so then from then on, you just see yourself as somebody who isn't able to, to do math because you have that negative thought that's connected to that time or that that area of your life and so as you're ta- to, you know, as you're talking about that like living in that negative and then kind of going down that downward spiral to me that calls back the stories that you tell yourself and and be very aware of the stories you tell yourself and what you believe about those things because they're the stories that you tell yourself. You're, you're like we've talked about before. You are most apt to believe a story that you tell yourself because you believe it. It's, it's your story, and just because that thing happened in high school or last week in 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 you know in in work or whatever it was, that doesn't necessarily mean that's who you are. That's a story that's you perhaps have been telling yourself, or that's a story that somebody is trying to tell you, and and now you're starting to believe it. You have to break free from that. Nope. I choose consciously to think differently about that. I want to see the positive side of that. And that's a tough thing to do. You have to perhaps relive some past traumas in your life and think, okay, why did this happen to me? Not just, oh, why, why me? But actually think, why did this happen to me? What did this present for me? What did I do from here? What could I have done different? Because of this seemingly bad thing, that led to this other thing that I thought was bad, but actually ended up being good because this or that or whatever happened from that. So you have to, you know, play out perhaps the scenario in your head and just think differently about those things. Don't get in a negative mindset. You know, if if you were, if I were to ask you right now, this is an easy question and I would imagine an easy answer, would you choose to be happy? or unhappy. Okay, well, clearly everybody I can think of would say happy unless, you know, maybe something's fundamentally incorrect with you. That's not my place, but if I'm going to ask you, would you right now, would you want to be happy or unhappy? 
Well, happy. Okay, good. So in order to be happy right now, in order to be positive right now, look for those things. We, in, in our, in our work, we do some talks with, uh, with the kids that we teach. And one of them is, ta- it, it talks about being a good finder. And the exercise that we do with this is, is really interesting. And, and I, I, the first couple of times I've done it, I was fascinated with it, but essentially it, the way it goes is your mind works real hard to do what you tell it to do. You can tell it to look for the good or you can tell it to look for the bad. And if you tell it to look for the good, you're going to find the good. If you tell it to look for bad, you're going to find the bad. And the scenario that we set up for them was, and you can play along with this. You might be, maybe if you're driving, don't, don't necessarily do this, but you know, you'll, I think you'll understand right now, wherever you are, look around. I want you to pick out everything in in the room that you're in or wherever you're at that's red. Five, four, three, two, one. Okay, close your eyes. Don't close your eyes if you're driving. Now, think about all those red things. Okay, how many you got? Five, 10, 20, whatever it is. Okay, good. Now, don't open your eyes as 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 long as you're not driving. Tell me how many blue things are in the room. Right, okay, that's a little bit more challenging, isn't it? Okay, now open your eyes. Find all the blue things. Okay, there's a bunch of them, of course. Why was it easier to remember the red? Well, because you, I started it. I prompted you, but you told your mind to look for everything that's red. So it did that. It worked real hard to do what you told it to do. And it found those things. Now, if I told you to look for blue, you would have found all the blue, but you wouldn't have saw the red. It's the same way. If you ask your mind, if you tell your mind to look for good things, you're going to find good things. If you look for negative things, bad things, you're going to find negative and bad things. Think about it this way. Perhaps this has happened to you. Have you ever bought a new car? Now, it doesn't necessarily have to be a brand new car, just a new-to-you car. Somebody in, in your family, I'm sure, at some point in time, has gotten a, a car that's new to the family. Yes, okay, good. Now, the craziest thing happens when that happens. As you're in that car driving around, you start to see, hey, they got my car too. Well, there's another one and another one. Wow, Wow, I must be so popular. All these people are buying the same car as me. No, that's not how that works. Those cars were already there. But now that you have one, that's where your focus is. That's what you're thinking about. So as you're driving that car around, sure enough, you're going to see more of those things. Because your mind is looking subconsciously, but your mind is looking for those because you have that now. It's the same way. If you want to find positive things, you need to consciously tell your mind to look for positive things. It will be a shift, perhaps, from what you have been doing. But even if you have to fake your way through that for a little bit, even if it's real tough, well, you know, this, you know, whatever happened, I guess sort of that is a, is a kind of positive. Okay, fine. Start that. Start with that. Start with a kind of sort of maybe positive thing and go down that path. Then you'll see, oh, this is positive. Oh, this is and you'll feel so much better because you will be positive. You'll be happy because you're looking for things that make you happy, things that make you feel positive. If you haven't, if that's a new concept for you, if you are on a downward spiral right now, challenge yourself to find something today that happened. It doesn't have to be right now. Something today, something in this 24-hour time span that happened that was positive, something that was good, and then do the same thing for tomorrow and the next day and so on and so on and see where that gets you. You know, so much of it goes back to that self-talk for yourself too. You know, in your head you're doing something and 
if you're telling yourself, maybe not even in your head or out loud, or you know people that are like this and they start doing something and the first thing they say is, oh, I hate this. Oh, this is the worst. Oh, this sucks. Oh, I don't like doing this. Well, regardless of whether or not that thing is terrible, the more you tell yourself that, the more it's going to become terrible, the more you're going to hate it because you're telling yourself, I hate this. Just the same way as if you do an activity and you tell yourself, oh, I'm not good at this. Or someone tells you, you're not good at this or you're not good enough. Eventually, you're going to start thinking that way and feeling that way too. So the same same concept applies here. You know, if you, you, you focus on how much you don't like something or how much something is no fun or how much, you know, focus and tell yourself all these negative things, well, that's all you're going to be thinking and, and feeling is those negative things. And so in those moments too, rather than thinking about, oh man, I hate this, or man, this is terrible. Like we're talking about, try to find something good about it, you know, try to find a, a good part or, or be grateful for the position you're in and tell yourself the positive things and, and, you know, don't surround yourself with that negativity. And on top of that too, it's not just your own self-talk, but the people around you as well. If you're surrounded by those people who are always talking about how much they hate something or how much they don't like something or focusing on, on, on all the negative things and you're hearing that externally, not just from yourself internally, but from other people externally about how much they hate something or how much they don't like something, you're going to, again, find yourself in those same patterns and routines of negative thinking because that's what you're telling yourself and so other people are telling you and so flip that tell yourself positive things focus on positive things be grateful surround yourself with other people who focus and practice positivity uh and just you know don't get caught up on some of those things in the past you know it, again it's a, a simple idea it isn't always easy you know if something happens just let it be what it is you know something goes wrong oh man okay all right time to move on don't dwell on that thing forever. You know, like we said, a week later, you're thinking, oh, yeah, I remember on Tuesday when that one terrible thing happened. It's done and over with. It happened. It's okay to be frustrated about it for a little bit. But if you're still thinking about that a week later and it's affecting your thought process and, and helping you focus on the negative rather than move on and thinking about the positive, just drop it. Forget about it. Live in the present and be, 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 be where you are, being grateful for what you have and what you're doing and cultivating that positive environment in your own self-talk, but also with the people that surround you and, and do the same thing for them. Be a positive person to be around and help them to change their perspective so that you work off of each other and focusing on the positive things rather than those, those bad things or the negative things. You know, that kind of brings to mind for me is you you get back what you what you put out. And so, you know, if I if I try hard at something and I actually try hard, I'm going to have perhaps a, a positive, and it doesn't always happen. Again, sports, you, you can try hard. Both teams have to try hard, and one team's going to lose, and the other team's going to win, even though they both tried hard. I get it. But you generally get back what you put out. And, you know, a way that I think about this is if I smile at somebody, they're going to smile back at me. Or if somebody smiles at you, you're very likely going to smile back at them. If you say good morning, somebody's going to say good morning. Now, my our boss does this all the time. I think it drives Mr. Kent a, a crazy because he's done it for so long. But anytime during the day we see him, he says good morning. It could be, you know, 8 o'clock at night, good morning. Well, okay, most of the time, 
especially the first handful of times so he says that to somebody, they're going to say good morning back. Now, after after a little while, you know, you start to realize that he's playing a game with you kind of, and you're like, oh, well, it's not morning yet, right now, but yes, hi, how are you? But more often than not, you're going to get the good morning, especially if you do it the first couple of times. So, you know, at the end of the day, or, or you know, you see somebody for the first time, doesn't matter what time of the day, say good morning. Just just as a, as a test to see what, what are they going to say back? Well, I, I would venture to say they're going to say good morning. And if I'm not mistaken, that came, that came from Zig Ziglar. Um, I wish I knew the, the context of that. I, I could be wrong, but I'm, I'm almost certain that came from Zig Ziglar. Um, but anyways, you get out what you put back. If you smile at somebody, they're going to smile back at you. It's just human nature. That's what's going to happen. And so if you are positive to people, guess what they're going to be to you? More often than not, they're going to be positive to you because you were positive. Now, if you're mean, nasty, and ugly to people, guess what you're going to get back? Those people are going to be mean, nasty, and ugly to you. Almost, almost standardly. Like, okay, if you have, if you're positive with somebody, they don't necessarily always are going to be positive back to you. Maybe about ninety-eight percent of the time. But if you're mean, nasty, and ugly to people, I bet about ninety-nine point nine 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 percent of the time, they're going to be mean, nasty, and ugly back to you. So if you want nice things to happen, if you want to interact with and talk to nice people, be nice, be positive, because then those people are going to be positive back to you. Right? It comes, we've talked about this already, but it comes back to the golden rule. Treat others the way you want to be treated. And very likely they're going to do that back to you. They're going to treat you the way that they want to be treated, which is nice, respectful, caring, all those things. Yeah, not only with other people perpetuating that negativity, it's just going to lead to more negativity, but even just yourself too. You know, if, if you consider the consequences or the ends of that negative thinking, sometimes it's it's so pointless and so fruitless. You know, you can be sitting there and be upset about something. It's not going to change that thing. Or you can be sitting there being upset about something which is going to lead you to make bad decisions or react poorly to someone else, which is going to, again, just going to breed and create more negativity. So sometimes that negativity isn't worth it. It's not worth it for you to be so upset and negative all the time because it's just going to bring about more negativity or things that are going to be worse for you than it would be if you were to let it go and be grateful and be mindful, be present and start putting out and thinking, focusing on things that are positive. Now, before we continue, it probably goes without saying, but again, this is not always an easy thing, especially in the face of hard circumstances or difficult people or extreme failure and disappointment. In those times, you know, I think it's okay to feel the way that you feel and to process through those things and seek help to get through those things. We're not saying that you have to be positive all the time in all situations and in all events. We realize that life happens and some things are, are, you know, they need to be dealt with appropriately. However, once you've allowed that it's time and you're able to kind of work yourself out of that, practice the positivity, practice the, the thankfulness and, and the gratitude and things like that. And, you know, it also helps, I think, to, number one, take responsibility for your actions. But number two, again, like we said, let go of the things you can't control. So number one, take responsibility for your actions. You know, you, you're at work and you're doing your job 75%. And your boss is always nagging you and you're never finished with your tasks and you're, you're always there 
over time for X, Y, and Z reason. Well, you're only doing your job to 75%. If you bumped it up to 85%, your boss will stop nagging you. If you bump it up to 90%, you wouldn't have to do any extra work. If you bump up to 100%, you'd even get done early. So in that situation, you are the thing that's causing the problem because you're not working as hard as you could. It's not the job. It's not your boss. It's not the environment necessarily in the situation. It's you not doing the best you could do. So the only person you have to blame there is yourself because you're not doing what you should be doing. So taking responsibility for your actions, even in other situations, you know, you you do something that hurts someone else or you do something that did create negativity or encourage negativity in a situation. Don't blame that other person. Don't blame a circumstance. Don't make excuses. Take responsibility for what you did. Try to make amends for it. Move on. And then most importantly, don't make that mistake again. Don't do that again. Be responsible for the things that you are responsible for. And number two of what I was just talking about, accept and move on from the things that you can't change. You know, it's that that old adage that, you know, you can't control how other people are going to react or how other people react or, or sorry, how other people act, but you can't control yourself. So you can't control that person that cut you off in traffic, but you can control how you respond to that person that cut you off in traffic, whether you respond in rage or you remain calm or you, you, you know, you smile and wave at the next person you see, you are in control of how you respond to those things, even though you weren't in control of the thing that happened to you necessarily. I have a protocol that I follow. Every time I, I hear somebody talk about this, I always I always have to put my two cents in. Anytime I get cut off uh, as, I, as I'm driving or something, uh, I, I go out of my way to smile and wave to that person. And in my head, you know, I, I think two things. Number one, I'm just saying, hey, yeah, hey, I see you. It's okay. Uh, but also I'm thinking maybe that person would think, oh, man, is that somebody I know? Uh, maybe I shouldn't have done that. And, and, you know, it's a, it's a kind of a mental game. Uh, I guess I sort of say play with people on, on, unbeknownst to them, but, uh, yeah, any, as a protocol, as a self, self-made protocol for any time I get cut off or anything like that, I just, I smile and wave. It, it's absolutely not the thing I want to do in that moment, but I smile and wave. And, uh, it, it's, it's interesting because there's been a handful of times that that person will smile and wave back to me. Which I'm sure, you know, in I I I'm guessing this. I don't actually know, but I'm I'm thinking in their mind. They're thinking, oh, man, I just cut off Sally. I'm I'm not Sally, but you know, whatever. I just cut off Joe. I know Joe. Dang it, I shouldn't have done. You know, I don't know. Yeah, and you know, like I said, it kind of all ties into it. You know, I, I you, like I said, if you're able to kind of brush it off or move on from it, I think it might help to spread some of that positivity. You know, that person that cut you off in traffic or that person that was rude to you in the line at the grocery store, they could be having a terrible day and they're just surrounded by negativity. But you responding in a positive way is going to be a thing that cuts through that negativity and turns their day around. But you have to be able to put yourself in that mindset of that positivity and not get bogged down by their negativity. So, you know, in those situations, like I was saying, you are responsible for not only what you do, but also the way you react to other things. And you can't control that person that cut you off in, in traffic. And you can't control the person that was, you know, stole the last apple you wanted to take from the grocery store. But you can definitely control how you respond to them. You can be a jerk to them and you can be mean to them. And you can continue to perpetuate the negativity or you can put an end to it and be positive and say, hey, you know what? 
I actually wanted some bananas this week instead. Or, hey, you know what? You're probably in a rush to get to, to somewhere else that you need to go. And, and it's no skin off my back. I'll take my time and trying to let some of those things roll off you rather than, than uh, you know, dwell on them. And then, like I said, that's going to further perpetuate the negativity and just going to keep building up. Try to put an end to it and, and take responsibility for what you do. And then also understand that you can't control everything but you can always can control the way that you respond to things. And so try to respond to them positively rather than continuing negativity in those bad circumstances. You know, I think you probably are a better person than, than I am to talk about this. I think you do a good job at this. Um, but can you, can you talk a little bit about Jocko Willink and his, his good, uh, mentality? <laughs> I don't know if I would do any better, but I guess I appreciate that. Yeah. You know, Jocko Willink has this concept of, of good, just a simple word, good. And the idea behind that is no matter what happens, respond to it and think of it in a positive way as, you know, good. This bad thing happened to me. Well, what is the good thing that I can take out of this? You know, I, I, uh, you know, I'm at work and I didn't meet the deadline or our team, our, our, our deadline got pushed back for this, 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 uh, assignment or this job that we're working on well that may piss you off and may make you upset because your deadline got moved and you thought you had three weeks but you actually have one week okay well good we're going to come up with some creative ways to tackle this problem it's going to make us better and we're going to be even uh you know harder workers after this or more creative workers after this or you know i am uh i'm at the the stoplight and uh you know it's sitting there. I'm sitting there for the, the at the stoplight, and the stoplight's lasting forever. And everyone around me is getting is getting upset, and things are not going the way they want them to. Well, good. Here I am in this car. I can practice my patience, or I can listen to that podcast I've been putting off. Or great, I get to hit replay on my favorite song and listen to it again. You know, and the whole idea there again is to to find the positive in a situation and not let it affect your mentality. You know, you're not not letting that thing get you down because it didn't go the way you wanted it to go. Because if you didn't know this already, things are never going to go the way you want them to go 100% of the time. Things are always going to go some way you didn't didn't think they would or they're going to change or it's not going to be the way that you wanted. You're going to have to be able to adapt and roll with those things. So, you know, the whole world closes down in the pandemic. Good. I can focus on, you know, reading some books and changing, and changing my perspective on life and, and self-improvement. And I can you know, take some time to really discover things that are important to me. And, you know, again, seemingly these terrible things that happen, these bad things that happen, finding or focusing on something good about them and letting yourself continue through them and letting you just kind of roll off your back. You know, hey, it didn't go as planned. Good. We can shift our plans here or good. Maybe that wasn't going to work anyways or, or good. I get this extra benefit from wherever that thing is. So, you know, in those situations, simply telling yourself good and then determining what the good is from that situation can help you stay in that positive mindset too. And again, not let it derail you or not to help you not obsess over things not going the way you wanted them to. Being able to pivot and adapt to the situations that happen to you. And of course, with as with all of these things, uh, the things that we've talked about today, being positive, it is not an easy thing. It does not come naturally. It does not, you know, it's not going to be like, oh, okay, I'm going to be positive now. It's It's a continual effort. It's something you'll have to strive for and work on over and over and over again. And I would say, you know, half the days or, or, 
you know, or even more, especially in the beginning, you're going to be faking it. You're going to be really trying and pulling the strings and okay, what possibly can good can come out of this? But if you can do that, you will be so much better off for it. And, and not only that, but if you can find the positive in those situations, you will be finding the solution sometimes some of those things, but specifically at work, you know, something comes up at work and oh man, this happened, this happened, this happened, you know, all bad things. And it, well, what about this? What if we just do this or that? And instead of dwelling on the bad thing that happened, you're already moving on to try to find the solution for whatever that is. And, and as you can imagine, if you are the problem solver at work, well, I mean, that's going to be better for you than being the problem finder. You don't want to be the person who finds the problem, although maybe there's some merit to that, but having a problem without any sort of solution or, or any sort of idea to move forward is not the greatest thing. You, If you're going to have a problem, have a solution. And if you can just be the, the solution person, be that, right? If something bad happens, okay, fine. But instead of dwelling on it, okay, what can we do with this? What what What's the good thing? Oh, actually, that allows us to do X, Y, Z, A, B, C. Okay, great. Good. Let's Let's do it. Move on. So just because something bad happens doesn't mean you know, oh man, I, I can't, there's nothing good out of it. There's got to be something, some sort of positive thing, some sort of, if you look, if you try, if you make a conscious effort to find the positive, you will find that. And cer- certain days are going to be harder than other days to remain positive. Certain people are going to be harder to remain positive with than other people. Certain situations are going to test you more than other situations too. So just like you started that, uh, you know, that, that idea there, but then we're not saying it's easy to always be positive. And sometimes you're going to have to fake your way through it. And sometimes they're going to be harder than other times. But I think the benefits of positive thinking and remaining positive vastly outweigh being negative and letting that negativity control you. It's worth the effort that you put into it. And I think, you know, if you start to practice this, you're going to find that it does improve a lot of things in your life that maybe you didn't even notice were uh, kind of shrouded in that negativity. So I think it's worth the effort and worth the, the mindfulness to being positive um, in, in, in many ways. I think that's a, that's a good place to stop for today. Being positive, not something easy, but obviously something that could bring a positive light uh, on your life. And if you have listened to this and you found value from this, uh, we'd appreciate it if you could share that on, on social medias and tag us in that. We'd love to see uh, people that are enjoying the content that we have so far. And as always, until next time, take initiative.